You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every other day-ish, I guess. That's what we'll go with here. Um, with amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Lockdown sent you. Happy Monday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole Line Sports, where you can find all of my written work. Today, we'll take a look at the hype building around Florida point guard Trey Mann, or Florida guard Trey Mann, how Florida baseball fared this weekend, yikes, and we'll take a look into Florida as an O-line U contender. Uh, thank you to everybody who left a review. Please do continue to do so, or reach out to me in some way so that I can work to make this the best Gators podcast around. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Uh, I know it's been a little while since I revisited Trey Mann uh, declaring for the NBA draft. This is not going to be the last time I do that. I plan on going much more in-depth on him. Uh, I'm going to do something I've never done before this year also in the fact that I'm going to... uh, I am going to try to scout the NBA draft players uh so it's probably going to be like just absolutely terrible um I'm probably going to suck at it a ton but I'm gonna try my best and I guess that's all that matters really um (laughs) so yeah that that's how I'm gonna do it this year but right now I've been kind of just following checking along to see when uh when like how people feel about Florida prospects. And I've seen in the past really five, or I mean now six days, uh, Trey Mann has gotten a ton of love. Uh, Bryce Hendricks of Roll Call and Upside Swings said that despite the question marks, which if you don't know, the question marks for Trey Mann or that, uh, or at least what I see online is that people hate his athleticism and they're underwhelmed by his passing ability for a primary ball handler. Sure. But uh, Bryce Hendricks says, despite those question marks, he loves Trey for his handles and pull-up ability. And he even said that he thinks that Trey Mann could be a true go-to scoring option at his peak. Certainly, that's going to be quite a few years out, but promising. You know, he's a, and I've seen rankings of people being like, hey, who's who's got the highest upside in Trey Mann's consistently one of the top guys there? Max Feldman, a front office guru, uh, he joined Rafael Barlow of Lockdown NBA Draft last week, and I promise you, I was not told to talk about this. I just know this from listening and and seeing it. Um, but Max Feldman, a front office guru, joined Rafael Barlow of Lockdown NBA Draft to absolutely rave about Trey Man. Uh, Max Feldman specifically said his, and I quote. Uh, his ability to produce against any pick-and-roll coverage, as well as a rare natural ability to create in the half-court, that's the end of the quote, (laughs) is what really separates Max Feldman because of 
the rest of the pack, I'll say. Um, he he really, I mean, we've seen it pr- plenty, and he's he's uh, I'll say an electrifying player. Like I I love watching him with the ball in his hands. He reminds me of like um a, a I don't want to say lesser, but like kind of a lesser uh, Trey Young when he was coming out. It's not just the name. It might be just the name. I might be just horrible there, but uh, just that scoring, that raw scoring ability is really what sets me sets it apart there that uh that i'm like hey you know trey man trey young could be these like scrawny uh guards that make plays feldman even went on to bring up uh trey man's ability as a three-point shooter a free throw shooter and specifically his ability to hit floaters with great consistency which if you've watched trey young three-point shooter I, I will say Trey Young has more range I'll give him that uh this is of course just for me watching Trey Mann play basketball it's not for me trying to evaluate his game but Trey Young obviously just like one of the best sharpshooter snipers whatever you want to call him he's one of the best from long range uh free throw shooting of course another strength and specifically those floaters are really what ties that uh, that comp together also with the uh the not great at defense thing that that's <laughs> that's there too but the floaters really ties it together for me uh trey young is currently leading the or led the nba this season in floaters made per game uh he made four per game which is wild but yeah trey man shoots i believe it was 46 percent uh on floaters which is incredibly efficient like i know less than 50 percent if you're not a basketball person uh less than 50 percent sounds bad but basketball that's fantastic uh trey man is also max feldman recently released his nba uh draft big board and trey man is number seven on it so that was awesome to see because like when he declared we saw him as being like oh he, he might push for a lottery pick and now like people are like yeah now like i've seen several other sites uh list trey man as a top 10 prospect in this year's draft and i love to see that because yeah like i said like when he first declared for the draft uh sorry i realized that i kind of left and then came back to you um but when trey man first declared for the draft he was talked about as like a maybe lottery guy maybe late first round guy maybe early second round guy like and but the thing was like when he was talked about as a second round pick, people were like, oh, he could be a second round steal. It's like, then then why do you think he's going to be a second round pick? Things like that. Like, I, I understand football is very different because football is obviously more my realm where it's like, oh, like, if he's going to be a steal, why do you think he should fall? And it's like, there's a billion different reasons in football that people fall. Uh, positional value, just too skinny, too short, everything like that. I feel like basketball, there's not as nitpicky with the uh the measurables so that's why it's like what and even then like really what can you say about trey man that'd be like hey like he's gonna fall i think that's one of the things where it's like if you're talking about the nba draft and you think hey he could be a second round steal he probably shouldn't be in the second round unless he's like isaiah thomas small or comes from a very small school but even then that doesn't even matter that much uh Sorry, I realized that was a little bit of a tangent. Max Feldman had Trey Mann also listed as the number one ranked hybrid player. Um, so two positions. So 
combo guard here. Uh, Treyman is ranked as a number one combo guard by Max by uh, Max Feldman, and I am ecstatic about that. Just because, yeah, like I've been very open. I'm not a huge basketball guy. When it comes to college basketball, I watch Florida and I watch March Madness. That's almost ex- and Toledo. Um, that's almost exclusively it. When I watch the NBA, it's very different. But uh, yeah, basketball like that's that's where I'm at. So Treyman to me is just. An, an electrifying player. Uh, I love that I've, I'm seeing everybody get hyped about him and get excited for him, and I can't wait, and I'm hoping for the best, and I can't wait to actually watch him play in the NBA because NBA is moving more towards a spacing game, and I think Trey Mann will thrive in that spacing and isolation game that we're seeing a lot of. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, winter green, cinnamon, and pomegranate. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw away your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum and lozenges today. This is the real deal. A Lucy subscription comes directly to your door each month. It's simple and you don't have to worry about leaving your house because Lucy has delivery down. Locked on college network listeners, if you go to lucy.co and use the promo code locked on college, all one word, you're going to get 20% off of all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. And I do have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code locked on college. Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, or GameStop slash Dogecoin money? Maybe your bet online money if you got it like that. Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I don't even have a car, but I wanted to get familiar with the website. And I was like genuinely, I know I say this every time, but genuinely, I was shocked at how smooth the experience was. And I never noticed things like that. Whether it's brake pads, taillights, um hydraulics i know i bring the little lights on the bottom of the car i know i mentioned the fuzzy dice i'm trying to bring up uh, different things every time but i don't have a car so i'm gonna get it whether you want cool air fresheners i'm sure i can go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck whether it's your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know exactly who sent you now Here's here's the sad part of today's episode that I, I have to cover, and I was honestly going to skip it, but I promised you on Friday that I would cover it today, and I'm sad to do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that much. I'm, I'm sad to do this, but I have to do it because I, I promised I would, and I really don't want to break a promise if I don't have to. Um, men's baseball season is over. So that's that's rough. Um, for just a second time in program history, the Gators have been swept in the regional round of the postseason, which is just like super yikes. Um, from preseason number one to zero and two sweeping the playoffs, I I tried looking it up. I was having a very difficult time, but I'm sure that has not happened a ton of times. Um, but of course, it happened here to our Florida Gators. So that is wonderful. The first game was on Friday against South Florida. 
the Gators lost three to five and never held the lead. So that's also just just so wonderful. It was it was so fun. I'm happy that I spent a few hours of my Friday watching that. Like I was like, hey, what what would I rather do? Uh, something fun or watch this? And that's what I did. Um, I'm more thrilled about Saturday, believe me. But <laughs> but Friday never held the lead. Uh, Tommy Mace allowed three earned runs and five innings pitched. South Florida scored an earned run in the an unearned run in the sixth and seventh innings, um, which again similar to college basketball. I don't really wa- like college baseball is the same way where I don't really watch most of it unless it's Florida uh, or the postseason or Toledo if they're ever on. But I've literally never seen them on TV. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is true. But it seems to me like the Gators commit like way more errors than I see other teams when they play us, or just like if I if it just happens to be on, uh, I feel like the Gators commit way more errors. And this weekend, it really ended up biting them in the uh, the the you know you know that uh you know um, giving a family show, giving up two earned runs, uh, two unearned runs off of those errors, and they lost the game by two. So that one really is like, if you just didn't screw up there, you would have been a lot better off. Um, so that was that was that was that game was like mildly disappointing uh, compared to the next one, uh, Saturday. Oh my lord. Uh, in a win or go home game for the Gators and for South Alabama. Uh, Florida lost the second game to South Alabama by a whopping 19 to 1. Um, for reference, the Gators didn't have a game all season where they scored 19. 18? Yes, they did have a game way earlier in the season where they scored 18 against Samford. Um, but 19 now. <laughs> Hunter Barco got the start. Uh, it was so ugly. Um, he allowed two earned runs before he got pulled after a wild pitch and hitting a batter. Uh, yeah, he, he got pulled after getting just one out, so point one innings. Jack Leftwich came in and pitched 2.2 scoreless innings, which was like, wow, great. Like We're right back on track. Not a huge concern. Um, yeah, uh, and then then Franco Alamon and Brandon Sprout came in, and um, wow, that was that was that was that, that that'd be like if I went into MLB the show right now, and I played against like a World Series player because I'm terrible. I'm in like the three hundred or four hundreds, uh, so I'm terrible. So yeah, that's like if I went in against a World Series player against the best player, um, because Franco Alamon and Brandon Sprout allowed fourteen earned runs, sixteen total in just 3.1 innings pitched so that is awful and just because i realize i mentioned the decimal every time uh, if if you don't know how baseball is broken up 3.1 innings is three innings and then out it, it goes to point two and then it's a new inning uh sorry i just realized that i never brought that up in case anyone didn't know um saturday's game was honestly just like completely genuine not nothing hidden nothing veiled here uh it was one of the most disappointing showings that i've ever seen in baseball at any level and i've seen bad news bears and major league like 
all the whole series um like at, at, at genuinely at least like 10 times each um so yeah that was it, it, it was very ugly baseball uh and I, I played for like 10 years and I, I never saw a game. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever been a part of a game that went 19-1. Usually the mercy rule comes into effect earlier. Did not happen this time, but like, wow. All right. I just, I cannot get over that. And it's like to add, I don't even know if it's insult to injury or like insult to just terrible play. Um, Gators coach, Kevin O'Sullivan. Uh, it's, it's completely up in the air right now as to whether he will be in Gainesville next season as the head coach of the Gators. Uh, rumors have been swirling since last week, really, that LSU is pursuing him heavily and that they really want him to be on to be the coach of the LSU Tigers. Uh, so, and I'm, I, like, I'd be thrilled for him because I know that if he does leave and if he does go to LSU, it's going to be for a fat paycheck. But it's also like, please don't um that's that's all i can say about it i i mean there are reasons that uh that i think he'll stay but i'm not going to just like air them out because it's reasons about his personal life and i don't want to do that so i'm sorry but i'm not going to bring that up but i will say that i'm hoping he'll stay i think the reason he might is for that i'm hoping he stays because he loves gainesville I think the reason he might is for very different reasons, but whatever. Uh, that's on you if you want to look it up. As we build anticipation for the football season, because I am ready, ready, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar, which I desperately need to, <laughs> Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar champion, Coconut Brownie Chunk. Personally, though, I'm a cookie dough chunk. Or peanut butter brownie kind of guy like that those are my sweet spot with ice cream cookie bar uh, ice cream built bars everything possible that's my sweet spot if you're trying to eat clean but you've got a sweet tooth like i absolutely do that is a no longer a problem you can even enjoy a built bar if you're keto because it is your low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber solution honestly that might be the most important part Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. Of course, to wrap up today's show, we are part of the Position You uh, series here at Locked On. I will call it that, sure. Um, to this week, we are talking about O-Line U. Um, I realized last week I kind of went for a dip in the past with Emmett Smith and Fred Taylor, and I re- every week I'm going to try different things, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm going to try whatever I can. And this week, um, sure, Florida has guys that I can mention, like Marquise Pouncey, Mike Pouncey, Lomas Brown, you know, just like like absolute studs. Um, Mike Pearson's another guy, the, like we we've got guys throughout that we can mention as O line U, um, Jason Odom. If I didn't mention him, uh, Jeff Zimmerman. You know we've got we got guys. Florida's got guys, but I'm not going to mention them. I have no need to mention them. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to make Florida's case using the active NFL contracts that they have right now. Uh, keep in mind, so this doesn't involve guys that are currently free agents just waiting to be signed um this doesn't include guys that 
uh, have recently retired or even were in the NFL three years ago, two years ago. So like, we're, we're missing names on this list. I want that to be very clear. Like there are guys on this that would deserve to be in this argument that aren't in this argument because I'm choosing to just use the, uh, I'm choosing to use strictly current players. So like Max Stark's not going to be brought up, even though sure he was fantastic. He was, he's a great college player. He's a great pro. Um, yeah, we're not going to bring him up. There's no need to. Two-time Super Bowl champ. You know, he was an SEC champ, first-team All-SEC. No need to bring him up. The Pouncey brothers, fantastic. No need to bring him up. I'm going to bring up the active NFL contracts, which is Max Garcia, who I love, DJ Humphreys, Martez Ivy, who is still in the NFL, if you could believe that, uh, Fred Johnson, Jawan Taylor, Trent Brown, Jonathan Harrison, Brett Heggie, Stone Forsyth, and David Sharp. Uh, so if you weren't counting, um, sorry, that is 10 guys. Uh, so we, we've currently got 10 offensive linemen in the NFL, which might, might sound like a lot to you, might not sound like a lot to you. That's completely up to you. But I'll tell you what, my case for Florida is not that we produce the best NFL talent. It's not that we produce the star players. Sure, Notre Dame has Quentin Nelson. Wonderful for them proud of you sure florida state has uh rodney hudson wonderful proud of you for that i don't care because my case for florida is not that they put in the top tier guys my case for florida is that we put guys in the nfl and they stick that is my point uh like martez ivy years years sure he's been a completely depth guy but he's stuck in the NFL. Max Garcia, same thing. Jonathan Harrison, same thing. Uh, it's hard to really make an argument for Brett Heggie or Stone Forsyth because they just signed those contracts. But my point is that Florida gets guys into the NFL. They get guys into the NFL, and not only do they get them into the NFL, I'm so sorry if you can hear this helicopter, not only do they get them into the NFL, but they stay in the NFL. Florida O-linemen generally don't bust. That's one big thing. Florida produces NFL caliber offensive linemen. They get them to the pros, and those guys stay in the NFL. We don't have burnout offensive linemen. I'm not going to mention guys strictly because I don't like to personally attack people um schools sure universities go ahead you guys make so much money off people that i don't feel bad for you at all but players i'm not going to attack you um so i'm not going to mention names there but florida o-line we generally don't bust we had dj humphreys was he was man he, he was someone that a lot of people hated early on uh at least my recollection is that a lot of people hated him early on. But the thing is, he was such a raw player coming out that it's like, like you got what you should have gotten. You got someone who needed help, and he became, honestly, a great offensive tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. You got Trent Brown, who is a guard for Florida, and he left, the, he left to go to the NFL. He went with the Patriots and became... First off, an absolute freak. I don't know what the heck happened to him, but he became a monster. And it's just one of those things where it's like, he was someone who that we didn't think he'd be as amazing as he was, 
and then he became the highest paid tackle in NFL. Oh my goodness, in NFL history, like he he became this absolute freak of nature with the Patriots, and it was ridiculous to see. Like it was honestly kind of just impressive that he managed to do it. Uh, if we're being completely honest, it was kind of impressive just because no one expected that from him. DJ Humphreys. Uh, this year, in, or 2020, was the fourth-rated offensive tackle in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, which, grain of salt with them on some things, but their offensive line grades, I think, generally, generally hit the nail on the head. So I, w- I will use that for the argument. I think that their offensive line grades are, are generally pretty good. Um, Juwan Taylor struggled, but you know, it was his second year. We have guys, we put guys in the NFL. That is my case for Florida. And it's go, I'll tell you this right now. It's going to be my case when we get to wide receivers. Florida, while we may not put in the stars, we put in guys that get to the NFL and stay in the NFL. And that, I think, I genuinely think that is more important than getting a few star guys. I think getting guys to the NFL consistently and getting them to last in the NFL consistently is significantly more impressive than getting stars in the NFL. So for that reason, I am going to say absolutely, I am still sticking with Florida as my O-line you for this. I am supporting him. I hope you do too. Go ahead, tweet about it. Go ahead, tweet, tweet about it. Just let him know. Florida should be O-line you. I'm going to let you know. And I will fight tooth and nail in that group chat for it. That about does it for today's episode of Locked on Gators, though. Uh, join me Wednesday as I'll be here. Um, I don't want to commit exactly to what will be on the show because I'm working on setting up quite a few interviews, whether it's with media personalities or former Florida Gator athletes. I'm working on what I can. So I don't want I don't know when things are happening yet, but I'm hoping that at least one interview will happen this week. But once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E sports.com. Be sure to check out Lockdown NBA Draft, hosted by Rafael Barlow, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Catch Rafael when he talks about all of the hottest NBA draft prospects, including Trey Mann, baby. Today on the Lockdown Today podcast, an embarrassing exit for the Lakers, and you'll love to see it. Uh, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Lockdown Today podcast. Follow the Lockdown Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.